Kona Kona. I want to know what that. It's about a. It's about a whore. I know. Mona Lisa. I just feel like Africans like mention Mona Lisa a lot in their songs. So maybe it. We gotta Google like the what's that dictionary? We gotta Google like the Urban Dictionary of mm-hmm. Mona Lisa. Yeah, cause I feel like. What is the what is the purpose or the behind the scenes for the meme of that? And also Africans use Carolina a lot too. Carol, Carolina. I feel like I heard that in a couple songs. Yeah, I know one song. Um Carolina Mama. Carolina Mama. You're my ad libs. I'm trying to like sound uh-huh. I'm trying to sound like Awilo. Do you know his last name? How to say Longimbembe. It, that's not it, but it's, it's similar. Close. It's close. You, you're better than me because I'm like, I, I don't you know how to pronounce Yeah, I don't it. know it. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. But yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. Happy Monday. Hola. To you beautiful people. Y'all hear a voice in the building. It is... Cousin Quats. Hi, everybody. It's Cousin Quats. Um, shout out to everybody listening on the wake up, um, you know, on their way to work, on their way from work, yes. taking the kids to school, yes. uh, on your way to sleep, whatever it is you're doing and however you listen. Thank you for pressing play. Um, yeah. So happy Monday. Shout out to you guys. Um, before we start this episode, I do want to give two shout outs. One um, being to my twin brother and sister, happy birthday to Mamu and Papu. Hey, it is your hey, birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. They are 22 you. today. Oh my gosh, I feel old. Yeah, they That's are 22. Officially, you guys just call me a senior citizen because I can't believe it. 22. Yeah, they're 22. I've and seen them when they were in like their little car seat. I think it was their car seat. So what is that? Those carriers. Uh-huh. That was the first time I ever seen them. And I thought they were the cutest thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the cutest babies. I can't believe it. Um, And then the other birthday shout out is for Miss Ariana Milana Halana hey, Kukwana. Ari, my sister-in-law. You know, I love her very much. You are that sick. That is my girl. <laughs> uh, but besides, I mean, Ari, that's like, we have a connection. She always calls me and I feel like so blessed because that little girl is my heart. Aww. She's so cute. She's yeah. So cute. Happy birthday to Ari. She is eight today. Oh my god. She's gosh. a big girl. She's a big girl. I remember seeing her when she was like. Two? Three? Yeah, I remember when she was a baby. Like, oh my gosh. these kids grow so fast. Yeah, yeah. And the sad part is, we are also growing while they're growing. Yeah. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah, all but these babies are getting older. Happy birthday to them and happy Monday to you all. So, Kwali is here with me today, and we're going to talk about some things. I really hope that it's a comprehensive show. Um, because it's going to be kind of all over the place. I do want to let you guys know that I've been living my best life. You know what? And I'm glad you <laughs> let them know. Because I was going to say, let's just talk about our weekend festivities <laughs> before we get into these topics. I feel like. Actually, on Friday, <laughs> okay. I went out with my coworker and her best friend. We went to like one of our coworkers. She throws like these parties. So she invited us oh, nice. and we went there and it was um, we just stayed like an hour. And then afterwards we went to Red's. 
And oh, you know, Reds, Reds yeah. is not just the restaurant anymore. The parking lot next to it, mm-hmm. they opened it up and it's outside now. Ooh, like so, a patio area? Yeah, the, oh. the crowd is not really our crowd, but it was a nice that. vibe. I'm not going to lie. Food is amazing, though. Yeah. You know the food is yeah. amazing. Yeah, Reds food. They, the, the When we went, though, the... the um. The kitchen was closed or it, everything mm. was just taking a long time. Yeah. It was crazy. And they, let me tell you guys, you guys will never prosper. You <laughs> you businesses that be upcharging like a mug when y'all have a full house. First yeah. of all, I'm so sorry, Quads, because this just opened a rant. Last week, and I'm going to, I'm not complaining about things being expensive, although okay. things being expensive it's is start, annoying. Even though it is starting to get expensive. But my thing is, can I have some consistency? I agree. I, we went to El Nacho's uh, uh, for oh okay for Memorial Day. Yeah, the top, yeah, the yeah. the place that I got yes. turned out last year. Yes, the place where you showed you. I ass. was show- literally, literally, guys. <laughs> uh, the tape is on the promo. If you go back, no, for real, IG, it's there. Like, oh, that's me. Um, but yeah, we went there and. El Nachos was cool. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, every time we would get a drink, the bartenders, depending on who you got, they would charge you different amounts. It was crazy. Mm. So, like, that's weird. I paid $16 for a drink. I ordered the same drink for Geraldine. The new bartender told me it was $25. Oh, no. whoa, whoa, I'm whoa. like, bro, what is the price of this? Like, I, anyway, so a little bit of the same thing happened when we were at, uh, Reds. Okay. Like I think I paid thirty five dollars for what for, type of drink? For three shots of henny and and two Coca Colas. No. Oh. I'm not okay. kidding. And I was just like, huh? Because I gave the girl the girl. Five. I'm trying to even think. Like, how much is a is a is a cup of Coke? Mind you, she Coca-Cola. told me that the shots were eight dollars a piece. So I'm like twenty four dollars. Okay. I gave her forty. I'm waiting for her to give me my change. Because I'm like, yeah, where'd she go? Like 24 minus 40 is $16, bro. That's a lot of money. And she comes back. And when she comes back, she hands me a five. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I thought my order was 24. Because sometimes a lot of places don't even charge you for the soda. They don't. It would have been like me getting a drink. Yeah. It would have been the same thing. Anyway, she goes, yeah, um, it's tax and gratuity. What? You don't have a calculator in your hand, <laughs> my G. Y'all don't even have a register. Yeah, they What don't. are you talking about tax and gratuity? I didn't see you type nothing in. Yeah, you, you just, just taking whatever you and I don't like that. Like I feel like the with the with the the economy. These small businesses now are just like when they have a full house, they take full advantage of that and they just like start charging. It's like inflation in their mind. Like, okay, we're just gonna charge. The drunk you get, we're just charging whatever yeah. and that ain't happening that ain't gonna fly i mean shout out their rasta pass is amazing but nah we're not gonna be charging like that amount for two cokes no it was crazy what are, we, what are we talking about and then the reason i'm so skeptical is because it's like i have a friend or an associate whatever and she kind of told us when she was the bottle girl the mm-hmm. things and the tactics she used to do right. to get extra money out of people mm-hmm. the bottle could be 120 you could walk over to the people and be like it's 140 you right. pocket the 20. 20 right so i feel like a lot of these places depending on which bartender you get they're up charging right and then they're pocketing whatever money. but i just feel like you don't have to do that like there's a lot of good tippers out here right. especially in this and i think probably because they know they're in a you know where reds is located um, they're in an environment. 
argument where probably they have to do that because or else people would uh, not tip. So probably they feel if I throw on a charge on it, I'll at least get that extra and probably give back some give back like something little because I'm telling you, I mean, I, I support small businesses, especially black owned ones, mm-hmm. but I can kind of see where that that can that can be like an issue problematic. Yeah. Right. Um, but we classy and we gotta be we gotta like uplift each other like I get we're going through some but everybody's economically struggling yeah. finances are not good like we just trying to have a good time yeah. forget about what's going on in the world let's all just peacefully come up with a re- with a resolution right now uh-huh. so. the funny thing too is like that's the worst environment when people do stuff like that because I feel like the alternative is you looking like you're complaining or yeah. like a, a broco. Right, like, like right. oh, she can buy her drink? No. Like, it's the principle. It's the, yeah. But I don't want to argue with you about principle over Meek Mill mm. screaming in my ear. <laughs> there were... <laughs> Hello, wait a minute. Y'all seriously. <laughs> like, I can't be... T- but that's the... T- that because I'm true. the type of person, like, I'm going to try and argue with you over the principle. It's like, <laughs> I'm supposed to be having a good time and you're right. trying to play me to my face. That's why some of us, I'm not going to mention who on this podcast usually bring their own drinky drinks mm-hmm. get a little bit ter- see this there was a time the pre-game the pre-game there was a time where i took my pre-gaming very seriously if there was a party and during my clubbing days yes cousin quats used to be out here in the streets from thursday to sunday like she I used to be promoter what's popping.net <laughs> <laughs> i got it i think i got a picture up there it's a nice one though um <clears throat> i'm telling you like I used to really take it seriously because one already and at that time, even though drinks wasn't that expensive, I consider it like I was broke as hell. I didn't have a full time job. I went to the LQ spot right before the party and we would pregame for an hour before. So by the time we get into the party, we're already lit. Get one drink. If you're lucky, somebody will buy us a drink and that's it. Yeah. You know, the issue with like. Pre-gaming mm-hmm. as an adult, mm-hmm. it always ends bad. Yes, like you gotta really like you gotta excuse me it very well. Yeah, too. I yeah. cannot pre-game anymore because pre-gaming in most cases means my night is gonna end bad. Like I'm gonna be because what what happens is I think like liquor is like is where we're having this conversation about liquor, but I feel <laughs> like liquor is like it's one of those things where once you reach your turn capacity. What happens is your body wants more of it. Right. It starts mm-hmm. requesting more. So if you pregame, mm-hmm. you I think when we were younger, maybe because of circumstance right, right. and just not having the coins like you were saying, mm-hmm. it would be cool because you would be lit and you would be able to sustain. Now I feel like sometimes if you're turned before you're yeah. like oh, i'm about to get a drink yeah. you might buy five drinks because right. like i'm not i'm exaggerating but i'm just saying you might be more inclined mm-hmm. to buy more because you're there already, already. and you want to keep the same level and yeah. then sometimes it can just get messy like i'm i i don't mind pre-gaming mm-hmm. but if i don't have to i won't like I'd I rather agree. just pay because I sometimes I just like going into a spot sober, you yeah. know, like in um yeah, that's true. Peeping the atmosphere it depends on wh- what the vibe is. Mm-hmm. Maybe a cookout I could understand a yeah, pregame because like it's like you know sometimes everybody want to charge. Sometimes it's a cash bar, yeah. but it's like the 
quote unquote air quote cash bar where it's like they're just charging whatever price is. Mm-hmm. And even though that's not expensive, it's like, listen, it's a cookout. We outside, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but I get what you're saying. You are right. Those days are over. You saw what happened last time when I pre-gamed a year ago when I went to Did Alaska. we pre-game that yeah, year? Uh, I drank a thing of uh, tequila. It was, a, it was a lot. And I went I didn't there. know that. Where were we when we pre-gamed? We were here. Wow. Remember, and I, I had my tequila. Remember I had the giant one from Kirkland? Shout out to Kirkland. Oh, I didn't drink you, that. I, no, okay. you drank Henny and I, I forgot what G drank. But I had mine and I already started pre-gaming ah. here. I was like taking shots. They, oh, because it's so smooth. Oh, it don't taste like nothing. Give it some time. <laughs> got a drink. Got one drink. One drink. And everything just went. Yo, that day was so funny. I what? I got one drink. Somebody t- bought me one drink, and it life just like took a course of its own. I'm gonna tell the listeners something. I hope you don't mind. But the funniest thing from that day was when James walked in and you jumped on James. Mind you, I you rem- straddled James in the middle of the club quality. That shit was so funny. <laughs> My bad. I want to, and I want to take shout out to James. I'm, I'm glad James, you ain't wasn't offended. Uh, nah, um, James is cool. He was like, okay. <laughs> like, I just was really excited that day. It was, it was lot. given. It was given. My Daddy man. Vibes. No, it was given. My man just came back from the military. <laughs> Or out of jail, like Whitney right. Houston. Yes, yes. that's what. Bro. Yes, that's what it was given. Oh my gosh, I feel so embarrassed. I feel like I knew I did that, and I kind of got down. And I was kind of like, did I just like jump up on him? I thought Bruh. I gave like one of those, hu- you know, those hugs where you kind of like, you you kind of like hug somebody and you, like you give a little bit more. But I felt like, oh my gosh, did I just like put my leg on him. Mm-hmm. I think he was excited. Shout out to James. We're all friends here. I'm sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, James. Why? While we're on the continued topic of uh lq how has oh, oh i don't want to talk gets into uh yesterday the festivities but it's okay no go, go ahead, ahead go ahead we could do yesterday recap okay, so shout out to mooney, mooney. a whole doctor who's going to harvard to do her residency like Yay. big things pooping like Yay. And we met Niall and Nyla last night. Yes. You know, I was uh, telling mom about my mom about that story. Let me tell you, she was cracking up. I'm like, Ma, there's something wrong with Journey. <laughs> she was talking to them in a British accent the whole time. And these kids they were, were so, so cute. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know whose children they are, but oh, my goodness. Yeah. I want to talk to their parents. I want to say yes, you need good to job. allow them to like let them stay with me i think they're the most yeah. dopest cutest they uk are. kids i've ever seen yeah we met we met two uh kids um who were eight and i think five, five yep. um named nyla and nyla their brother and sister and their family of family yes so they're actually in america on vacation mm-hmm. they're really from united kingdom and um we noticed their accents after we started talking to them, but they were so respectful, so kind, but so expressive. Right. They were not afraid to talk to us. Right. Um, and they told us how they came and how they're on vacation with their aunt or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were so sweet. Uh, so, so sweet. And your, your, your host here decided to switch up the accent. Oh, yeah. I was talking to them in a British accent and I was telling them I was also from the UK. I told them I was from Birmingham. <laughs> and they were like, we've been there. <laughs> I was like... Like, and I hope, what if they say, like, what if Birmingham is, like, big, and then they mention, like, a section? I was Bruh. waiting. Bruh. I was, that's why I was going to start cracking up. But you did well. They were really intrigued by you, and they loved they loved it. They yeah. Were like, they were cool This kids. is our auntie. We're, we're here <laughs> with our auntie. 
They were adorable. Yeah. You know? we but you were going to talk about the festivities? Yes. Uh, I, I mean, shout out to, again, our wonderful cousin, Mooney, for graduating. And I love to, sometimes I love to be around that family in a way that it's like we all get together. It's been a while. And, you know, the drinks start flowing because yeah. that's the part of, you know, that's the part of the family friend functions where stuff really get, you know, going. You got uncles that are not afraid to have bottles of the Henny and the Remy and the tequila. And I, I really enjoyed myself. Me what too. About, what about you? I KO'd a little early yesterday. <laughs> yes. I was not able to do part two. Um, and I'm proud of myself. I'm, I'm, proud, of pr- I'm proud of myself for knowing when it was time to tap out. Yes. <laughs> and I, it was a forced tap out. <laughs> it was, <laughs> but it was a forced tap out. It was not done um, on my own accord, but mm-hmm. it, 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 I tapped out at the right time, like the right time. You feel me? It wasn't no yeah. knockout. Yeah. It was a tap out. And I said, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to win this fight. So <laughs> let me just do what I got to do. But it's, I had a good time. That was good. No, I'm glad we all were together and everything was good. The very funny thing is, me and and you had the same amount of stuff. Yeah. But I was like, hey, you know, I followed up, went to Abuja. Shout out to Abuja. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, came back home, chilled at home. It was very interesting. I was up. And while all of this hap- was happening, guys, I was asleep. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was just making sure, you know, I, I would peep out of, I was asleep. My, of my house because uh, my wonderful cousin here was sleeping in her car. I had to make sure everything was good. Um and and she did well. So I mean, we were all okay. I was just yeah gonna invite you. In. I woke up at three a.m. ready to go. I was like, oh hi, I'm good. Yeah, I'm you're good. good. That's good. I'm ha- I'm happy. It yeah, was a wonderful festive weekend. Yeah, it was fun. Um, but what I wanted to ask you is like, as you've matured and you know gotten older, how has your taste in liquor changed, or just your um your capacity to consume how has that changed it has changed in the sense that um now i kind of study the liquors i drink because okay. before i really was just drinking anything mm-hmm. um i don't like hangovers i don't like headaches i don't even like throwing up if i can avoid it mm-hmm. i will do everything to avoid it so that's why i kind of switch to like tequila more so because it's the more healthier of the liquors um it doesn't give you a hangover and um, you can literally be okay. You can drink a lot of tequila and actually not 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 be like sloppy, but be maintain your night. So I'd rather stay in that realm of the tequila world. Okay. If I'm drinking something heavier like cognac or whiskey, I need to be home for that. Mm. You know, so that's why I'm a little bit a little bit conscious now on what I'm yeah. dealing with. I'm like you too. Like I hate hangovers. Like mm-hmm. hang- especially now that I'm older, I feel like hangovers take like 24 hours to yeah, recover like 48 from. For me, I got. I need to sleep. I need to eat, and then by like day two, I'll yeah, be back. Yeah, you know? I feel so. I also hate that. Um, there's also like the non-hangover hangover, mm-hmm. where it's like you you feel okay. You know that you were turn but it's not as bad like you can still function Mm -hmm. and it's not like horrible i don't like that either that much it's more easier to deal with but i don't like it either but you know i cannot 
stay away from the brown. And you know what? I'm going to Atlanta at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. I think maybe when I'm in Atlanta, I'm going to try and do no brown. I'm going to try and follow your lead and Mm -hmm. see if I, because I don't plan on drinking a lot anyway. But I mean, like whenever I go out, Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and stick to tequila and I'm going to see how I feel. But I used to drink tequila like a lot when I was younger. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I don't like shelf tequila yeah that's, it's that's, bad mm-hmm. i need like pre i need premium tequila yeah. because shelf tequila to me will still give me yeah headaches and, and a lot it's of stuff mixed in, and the a lot of the shelf ones are mixed in you got to get 100 percent like agave because that one is like pure it comes from the plant it's different when you get that shelf one and even if the drink is four bucks you're gonna still get the hangover because sometimes they mix it with gin uh, I heard hers, Jose Cuevo does that. Like, that's not 100% tequila. They Damn. mix it with gin. They mix it with vodka. They do all crazy stuff. And then it's just, yeah. it's, that's why you still get those hangovers. If you start going and drinking, like, example, Casamigos or um, Avion is good. Av- yeah, Avion. Or, like, all of those, like, quality tequilas, you're going to notice the difference. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're going to notice you could take down some drinks and be like, oh, I'm not even that, like... Yeah, you know, so I started like looking into that much, much more. Oh, this is brand I got to put you on to. Um, the bottle's like $40, but it is some amazing tequila. It is smooth as heck. Have you ever tried Delion? No, but I think I'm gonna try. I hear good things about it too. That's the rocks to no, that's uh, Trevon, uh, Trevana or Trevena is the rocks, yeah, yeah. Delion, you said is is Mm -hmm. okay. I might, I might have to do that. I might have to do that. Yeah, maybe one day. But I, fi- I find that like, I, I think in probably a year or less, mm-hmm. I'm going to give up hard liquor. I, I think like moving into my adulthood, it just might be best for me. I just think that I might get to a point where I'm just, I'll stick to wine. Yeah, like, wine I, is always wine. a classy way to go. Yeah, it's just yeah. that sometimes wine could get you there too. Oh, Chardonnay if you, can. Yeah, if you do too much of it, but yeah. the effects are never are, as right. as crazy as hard liquor. Like you're not ready. Honestly, I've never seen anybody ready to fight somebody. Yeah, during a wine binge, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they'll probably fall out and go to sleep. Yeah, I'd rather do that than you know what I'm saying. Um, you drink a, like a lot of sangria. I've never seen people in that type of realm. When liquor comes involved, and that's why I, I get it now, why the elders kind of drink it in like straight and like in cups and really babysit that for a while because drinking a lot of that, yeah, it can get a little bit, it can get much. I've yeah. seen some things. So, um, again, if I get, if I have a man's, you know, in mm. the next couple of months, I'm not, I don't know, but if I have a man's, I don't mind drinking dark around them because. Are you looking for love this summer? Uh, no. Okay. I'm for the streets till August, um, August 29th. All right. Um, so I just want to let everybody know that. That's funny. Um, okay. So look, our, this wasn't really pre-talk, but this was a good topic, you know, talking about our weekend and alcohol consumption, uh, generally speaking, whatever. Um, I actually wanted to, um, talk to you about like, um, we, I didn't address the, Texas shooting or any shooting mm-hmm. for that matter that mm-hmm. because I feel like every time I open my social media app or open the internet there's a new shooting mm-hmm. I think uh shout out I'm not shout out but prayers up for the people in Philly like yeah. I believe oh. last night or yesterday there was a, sh- a shootout in Philly oh my gosh. and like 
three or four people died. I just feel like every single day there's just been a new story. Mm -hmm. Um, So prayers up to those people who have lost lives. Prayers up to all those kids who lost their lives at that school Mm -hmm. uh, shooting in Texas. But I wanted to do, what do you do do to purposefully, like, keep your mental health um, in a good space Mm -hmm. while consuming all of this type of news? Honestly, this is why I don't watch news anymore. And this is why I kind of stay off of social media purposely because of it's just too much stuff going on. We go through enough as it is. What I do do, though, um, is, I mean, I do do my prayers in the morning. I pray for this world. It's a lot of just crazy stuff that's happened. And I just take time to myself. I know how to like separate. And you know, I know how to like separate myself from a lot of stuff. Yeah. Sometimes that's why I'm like, I really just don't want to go out and deal with people. Sometimes I just need to like, just have some alone time in silence. It's just better for me this way. Mm-hmm. Um, It's not saying I'm like going to isolate myself and I pretend like things are not going on. But the more and more like I see everything that's happening to some kids and the United States still won't do nothing about like this type of situations that's been happening since like, as long as I was going to school, I can remember these shootings just starting to get more and more intense. Columbine. Yeah. uh, V uh, what is it? Virginia tech. I remember watching this like, yo, is this really happening to kids in the United States? Like, it's just, it's crazy. So, but what I do is I do take some time away from, from just everything. Sometimes you just need to like really take a pause and just either if you have a good support group to talk about things, good friends. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I really just don't watch the news anymore. I listen to my common music. I pray. I stay prayed up. And yeah. that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think that a new social media break is coming for me soon. Mm -hmm. The thing is, just because for me, I just Mm -hmm. feel like choosing to like, you know, make sure I am not indulging in that type of Mm -hmm. media doesn't change the fact that it's happening. happening. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what makes me sad because it's like, yo, people are in this world and they're hurting. Mm -hmm. Things are happening. And it's just like, but it. There's a lot, even the Buffalo shooting, I yeah. was like, I didn't read about that. I didn't read I, about that I was either. like, I don't want to know because it sometimes it's just too heavy. It's mm-hmm. too much. Like, I don't want to, like, I guess people die every day. No, for That's real. the, unfortunately, people die Look every day. New York City. It'd be senseless stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, the, I, in my head, I'm sorry to like cut you mm. off. I feel like when you go to school. You're there in a safe environment to learn. These little kids are there to learn. Yeah. Now you got these parents out here even afraid to bring their elementary school kid into, into a building that's meant for none of that to be out to, to even happen. And for that to happen is really senseless to a point where it's like, I don't even want to like deal with this right now because I'm going to start getting angry and like protesting. Like, what are you guys doing to stop, to stop this? You know, Canada, I think Canada stopped selling assault rifles. Once this happened, they stopped selling the Mm -hmm. selling of assault rifles. Um, and I think they stopped something else because in Canada you can get an assault rifle and like hunt, but they're like, nah, we're not selling it no more. 
I'm like, so Canada can make this rule. But why is the United States so like yeah. the NRA so like, why is everybody against it? But like, I, I have my conspiracy theory about that, but mm-hmm. I don't want to like rant too much on this episode about it. One day though, I got to get a little tipsy for that because uh-huh. I have a lot to say about that. What's funny is I've always wanted to like one of these days I'm going to do like a deep, intense dive on NRA connections mm-hmm. to certain things because yeah. I still, for the life of me, I don't understand why this is a hard decision. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why it's so conflicting and why they're holding on to this right to bear arms thing. I need to know how the funds move around. Mm -hmm. I need to know who is uh, eating off Mm -hmm. of these type of things and how. Because to be honest, I don't understand it. I do get Mm -hmm. that, you know, they have their pockets. It's a big business bureau, whatever. But I need to know the interworkings of it so that I can really see the mechanics of Mm -hmm. what's going on. Because common sense wise, it don't make no, it just doesn't make sense to me. I can let you know the real reason, you know, NRA is, still like some of the reasoning on why they're still why it's so hard because a lot of these politicians have their pockets in in NRA a lot of the stuff that go on with even the modern day government like an NRA are very connected you know what I'm saying and it's like they don't want to let this go they don't they feel like oh we need to bear arms for what why are we selling assault rifles to kids to 17 year olds but then you want to talk about a controlling a woman's right to abort a kid. I, like certain things start getting like mixed up. And I know I'm going to start sounding a little racist. I'm not racist at all. I love all my Caucasians brothers and sisters, but I'm going to keep it 100%. White men have been really trying to make it hard for any type of person of color, made every rule, every Every constitution, the whole lawmaking was for not meant for any type of black man to succeed in this world. All of this is Facts. all inter inter like connected in mm-hmm. some way. Aborting. You got white men in freaking power talking about the right for women, like what women should do with their bodies. Excuse me. Like what the hell what the hell is that about? Like why are you guys so in power? And white and some of these white women too, they're in agreement. It's like, wow, okay, I get it. You didn't want a lot of us to survive. That's the point that even uh, abortion became that they didn't want us to multiply. But it's like now they want us to multiply, like by no means, I mean, by any means Mm -hmm. necessary. And it's like, for what? I don't, I'm not a fan of abortion. But I believe women should have the right, the right. to choose. A woman like, should have I the think right to the, choose what they're going to do. Yeah, with I, and, I, and I think there are many circumstances Very. where it is absolutely necessary. Yeah. I think that, and every woman has to decide that for, for themselves. themselves. Like, this can't be this type, like, why are we... Why is this national, why is this a national decision mm-hmm. that, like you said, that white men are... are um are at the forefront of like for what because what because you have fallopian tubes Mm. because you have a uterus no i don't understand it how about we make vasectomies uh uh mandatory Mandatory, exactly let's do that because at the end of the day y'all can impregnate 30 women Mm -hmm. 
and not claim and only claim one person's child. You could cl- you 30. get pregnant thirty women, and we could only get pregnant once. Exactly. Like so, let's talk about it. It's like, all a control thing. It's all they just trying to control the population, make sure that we stay dumb, stay hooked on drugs, stay unhealthy, um, stay depending on on them. And I just feel like it's getting ridiculous. It really is, and it's sad because as as our as I see our people just suffering just through like the BS, nobody's like waking up enough to like challenge this. I'm sure there are people that are challenging it, and I think th- there's there are little there there are little things now. Now the government's trying to hide everything. You know, social media. One thing about social media, it opened up different outlets. Yeah. To the stories, research about people, like you can't hide. Yeah. Truth. Somebody's gonna dig it up and be like, oh well, back in two thousand two, yeah, you were talking this. So that backpedal and pussy pop. Shout out to Alexander Rogers. That's my my podcaster. I love him. Uh-huh. Not my podcaster, my YouTuber. He's so funny, but a lot of people cannot hide from their truth. Yeah. So if you're running today saying one thing, but 10 years ago you were talking another thing or you had a whole scandal yeah. or a whole other family in another country, oh, somebody's going to dig it up and be like, oh, um, we, you know, he said he's married to this person, but yeah, he has this girlfriend here and these two kids. Yeah. yeah I think real. what you're like, uh, like the trail that we have just got to is mm-hmm. just proof that, Everything in America is very big business. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that we can't talk about shootings and people dying without like talking about the real problem, which is that this is big business. Yes, we is. can't talk about abortion and things of that nature without talking about the government because right. all of this is big business. And, you know, life is not valued as much as it should be here. Mm-hmm. Um, personal decisions are not valued as much as it should be here. And the the crazy thing about this conversation is that if you, like you said, want to dig up, dig, 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 I even think about Snowfall, mm. like the truth of what Snowfall is. Like y'all ban guns, y'all send niggas to jail for years mm. when they're caught with any type of artillery or whatever, but y'all drop those guns off in the, the hood, hood. Exactly. like on purpose. Y'all drop them off in the hood. It's the same with weed. It's like and drugs too. They drop. Yeah, it off in the y'all hood. drop it off in the hood for us to use for us to, and then it f's up our lives. But y'all are somewhere making big mm-hmm. money off of these transactions, yep. off of these this this you're making money off of it and it's all at the demise of people of color and a lot of um instances like it's sad it's really sad but you know definitely I, i don't know like getting back to the question i don't know how to like really stay away from these stories mm-hmm. but sometimes i force myself to not pay attention and it's not because I don't want to care. It's because I already realized that I'm desensitized to a lot of stuff. I think this morning I woke up and I already read about three shootings or three people dying. Mm. And it's like we have become a emotionless society to an extent. Mm. Either that or you're just complaining and crying mm-hmm. all yeah. day. And it's like it's hard to find any type of medium ground yeah. in between all of that. It's like kind of impossible. So I honestly... Like you said, stay prayed up, Mm -hmm. talk to God all the time. Um, And, you know, control 
don't let the media control, control you, you control what you consume mm -hmm. and when it's time to take a break and not be so overstimulated take that time Definitely. like it doesn't make you a bad person if you don't want to hear about the news today mm -hmm. and it doesn't make you an, an emotionless person if you choosing not to engage in a story that's super sad mm -hmm. and there there's some things that I'll be like I just can't read yeah. this I'm not reading it we like do, I don't want to do know the today. details right yeah I, I just don't and it's for and, your health, mental health basically because it's like you yeah. know you read stuff like that like you just start crying just out of fear anger anxiety yeah all those emotions rush up because it's yeah. like these little honestly when these schools shootings happen I'm like you know, we go to school in this American system. You know, God forbid, we've been very fortunate to go to schools um, in this system where, thank God, like, we ain't getting those situations. Could you imagine? Yeah. I would be so traumatized yeah. if anything like that. 9-11, I was traumatized. I was afraid to go back to school the next day because I'm like, what if, you know, something happens to us? We're right here um, from New York, 30 minutes from New York. What if, you know something else happens you know what i'm saying and i just it's just a lot yeah but, we but, were even talking about the juneteenth thing like mm -hmm. we want to go to the juneteenth right. thing and i'm gonna go but i i can't hold y'all i have anxiety about being in a corporate big area right, right. that is celebrating juneteenth like i said corporately corporate, mm -hmm. and i'm nervous you i'm nervous what to expect yeah i'm nerve i'm very nervous and i mm -hmm. don't know I, I just, I'm going to stay prayed up that day. Mm -hmm. God cover wherever and we stay go. stay near an exit and just try yeah, your best to. Yeah, but it's crazy. I mean, I will try to go too. I'm going to see if I, I want to go too, but even what they're doing to Juneteenth. Okay, I promise I won't make this long. No, I feel you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it that's like. that's America for literally you. Literally like two minutes. But even what they're doing to Juneteenth, they're commercializing Big it. business. I don't like it. That's not the point. Okay, you get granted, we got the day off. It took us long enough to get here to get some kind of recognition. But why do we need to have all these banners and colors? First of all, that's not what it's about. If we look at the bigger picture, that's not what it's about. Do that with American holidays and the independent Independence Day and a Memorial Day. I get that. But Juneteenth is not like you seen the ice cream they were trying to push off in Walmart, Walmart. Yeah. With the with the different colored black uh, I guess black fists, different uh -huh. shades and the 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 Afrocentric colors. I'm looking at this and the flavoring, first of all, the flavoring. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? I'm like Walmart general, what is it called? Whatever Walmart brand is. F you guys for that. Who's eating raspberry cheesecake ice cream with... Which black person you know? I'm like, who... Wait, who even approved this? I want to know who was That's in what I'll be trying to figure out. And who said, that'll be a good... Thing. It's white what? people. It's white... <laughs> oh, why are white people making these... All <laughs> why are white... White people need to stop making decisions and for they, everybody. And if you see the Walmart.com, they have the Juneteenth shirts, the, the tablecloths, the banners. I'm like, Bruh. wait a minute. I think there was, they somebody posted something. It was the napkin and it said, it's the freedom for me. <laughs> oh my God. I, I we were like, what? <laughs> like, what? What are you talking about? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I think I would have got that napkin. <laughs> it's the freedom it's for me. It's the freedom for me. It's like, Who's doing this? It's it's just so sad. And it was actually a white person displaying the Juneteenth shirt. Oh, on the my mic. God. I'm like, I'm like, so here we go. This is this is where it's starting. So I'm just a little bit 
over it. Yeah. That. Big business. Everything's going to be. But the thing is, they get this wrong every year. They try. I think who was under fire last year? I think it was Bath and Body Works when they came out with the candles with the labels. It was like Kente cloth. No, it wasn't (laughs) even last year. It was for Black History Month. Black History Month. Yeah, the Kente cloth candles. And the the politicians on one knee with the Kente cloth. I'm like, wait. I'm like, what are you guys doing? This is nothing to do with African American history. (laughs) Who's going on a knee in Kente cloth? Who is doing that? I was like, oh my God, this is going bad in all type of ways. It was just, I really, I'm like, Oh my gosh, why? The knee, bending on the knee has nothing to do with African American culture. It has nothing to do with Kente cloth. (laughs) And I'm like, where did they get, in my mind, I'm like, who provided the Kente cloth? Where did they get, what store, what store they get that? Ah, that's funny. Who made that print? You know, and everybody had the scarf just around them. Like they were definitely memorializing. Like they knew exactly what they were doing. I'm like, yeah, oh America is a wild place. Oh my gosh, they do this to no other culture. I don't. See they them. don't. That's the thing. Do like, why no do culture. y'all play with black people? Like, why? <laughs> I think I'm gonna do that as a joke. I'm gonna be like, like I'm gonna get on my knee. <laughs> but you know what? I also feel like it's a testament. I don't want to be disrespectful oh, to okay. us, but I feel like it's a testament of how on lock a lot of these other cultures have their stuff. That is true. Nobody else is going to tell our story but us. You can't tell no Asians about themselves. Mm-hmm. You can't tell no Jewish, Jewish people, people about, about themselves. You can't yuck. tell any of these other cultures. Like they control a lot of the elements, mm-hmm. you know, of their culture or yeah. of their whatever. You can't do that. You can't play with everybody like that. I don't know why they think like we can be played with like that. Honestly, the counterparts that are in Washington, D.C., I don't know if they actually said, listen, that's not good. We're not going to do that. And we're against that. Or if they just drank the Kool-Aid and were like, you know what? At least they're recognizing it one step at a time. Let them just go. No, you cannot let them do that to a culture like we're big, huge culture. And I'm sitting here like they really we we might not be a lot of us in politics, but we're getting up there. Slowly things are changing. Y'all gotta start speaking up when they start talking about even doing something yeah. remotely close to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I just find that completely ridiculous. And this is why it's very important and this is why black people need to be a part of a lot of the conversations everything this is why they need to be at the top because it's like all these companies claim diversity Mm -hmm. and i would hope um an inclusion i would hope that in the boardroom of that advertising department there's a black person sitting there and i because cones are very real oh yeah yeah, so it's like i would hope that when this decision is made there's not a black person sitting there green lighting it and saying you know what that's a great idea it's a it's a step at least they're recognizing it no they're they're messing with our culture they're not recognizing it and even if they're not there y'all don't do nobody does like um product trials anymore nobody says you know what we're gonna try this out you never you have thousands of black employees right. how about you ask them what do you guys think of this like a survey a or survey something. exactly yeah, like, like before you roll stuff out oh I my goodness understand. i was literally on tiktok tiktok is my favorite social media by the way i i have all my laughs i know guys tiktok you can find me on there literally found a commercial that 
MTV did called with microaggression. And there was a white girl that was saying, you know, microaggression is very real. Explain what microaggression is. She was like, I wonder how Caucasians would feel if we microaggress them and said those slick comments. So they had a whole scenario. I swear, I was laughing so hard. You know, like, it was funny. One person was like, oh, my gosh, your hair really does that? How does it do that? Then it's like, you don't listen. You don't listen to Green Day? What type of white person are you? I was dying. Bruh. I was on the floor. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly, if not all, at least one of those examples you've gotten sometime yeah. in your life. Mm-hmm. Being like a uh, african-american and i'm just like wow mtv needed to release this commercial it's on youtube i gotta show you it yeah please do because it sounds good it is hilarious it sounds like i will feel it and we we made it to 42 minutes fairly quickly um oh. yeah and i wanted to talk to you about uh, let me see maybe we have time because mm-hmm. i see quietly over there texting somebody no, I, it's, listen, i see I'm you over to, there texting I'm, somebody I'm trying to keep the times going with the times i'm i'm multitasking all right all right you know um you know, but all right so one thing i take me on a date today perhaps i don't know where okay. i don't know where the vibes are going to send us okay but maybe they'll send us to uk with nyla and nyla you know what um okay. i did want to talk happy pride month it is pride month oh yes happy pride month happy pride month and i i just i don't really want to go too much into mm-hmm. depth about pride month but happy pride month but i did want to have a conversation about when because that's to be honest that's another thing mm-hmm. that um big business you know, yes. um, it's another thing um, that's like being commercialized mm-hmm. in America, which is fine. Um, however, what I will say is, when do you think like it's appropriate? Do you think there's an age to introduce kids to pride? And um, like w- what age if you had to just pick one? I think that that is true. I think there is an age and a time to do that. So what age would you pick? I personally think... If anything, I would say probably around between the ages. Uh, some people might not agree. Might not agree between the ages of about like ten and like about fourteen. Because okay. at that age, you're about to enter middle. You're in mid- the middle school, like era, yes. mm-hmm. elementary school, completely out. Okay. I think that children do not identify with race, color, sex, anything like that yet. When they start going into middle school, and puberty puberty things they start discovering who they like what they like that should be more the conversation along the lines of okay um there are people out there just like you have a mom and a dad that love either have a mom and a mom or a dad and dad but you have to learn to respect all people have that conversation okay um i think those are ages because at that time i started already knowing about some of that stuff and i didn't need to have the conversation with my mom Uh i just knew knew off the bat Mm -hmm. so yeah i agree with you it's something i've actually been struggling with i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna hold you because i was actually talking to geraldine about this the other day Mm -hmm. i didn't do like a pride introduction with my class this year and um i don't know why i think that I don't I don't want to say it makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. because it doesn't. I, I, I but I think I'm trying to find the angle yeah, the, because I don't find that I am a great representative of pride. Definitely. So I don't want my introduction to pride to be informative mm-hmm. as much as I want it to be um, a a mini 
like a mini like a mini consultation on respecting all people yeah and that everybody is different, different. and we respect all people right. and but i don't know if that does pride enough justice i understand yeah so it's it's just something i've been struggling with mm -hmm. I, everything you said i agree with yeah when it comes to the ages i i think that elementary is a little too young mm -hmm. i mean whatever each household decides yes, yes. um to do that um to when to do that that's whatever you decide yeah. um you know if if you are one of those families that you come from a mom and a mom and a dad and dad i'm sure you're going to have that conversation with your kids much, much earlier. earlier yeah um but it, it yeah i think i'm going to talk about it with them this week and you know we'll have a conversation about it and i'll have them express because a lot of my students tell me that they're bisexual or they're gay okay. and, and they're how old are they uh they're i have sixth and seventh graders okay and um, again that's the ages because yeah. they're experimenting um and they're still learning about themselves so i mean you should make it an open dialogue <clears throat> yeah. and probably bring it into you know this particular month yeah. is about this so if you feel like if you want to talk about certain things let's yeah. talk about it and eventually I, have you a guest speaker you know what i'm saying yeah if you feel like one that, that can uh, break the ice a little bit yeah. and talk about like i know. also want to be a little respectful too because i know a lot of kids go back and tell their parents mm -hmm. certain things that were discussed so i I want to respect everybody's boundary. Right. I want to make sure everybody is represented, everybody is included, but I also want to make sure that nobody also feels uncomfortable right. or nobody feels like I stepped out of a boundary yes, by yes. introducing their kids or talking to something, mm -hmm. talking about something with their kids that they weren't a, a, uh, aware yeah. of or okay with. Yeah. So, you know, that conversation, for me, I take it as a big responsibility mm -hmm. and it's not something that I... um. I take lightly. Mm -hmm. I just want to do it the right way. You, you feel will. me? You are, you are Mr. Nguni. You're doing it all good. Okay. All right. You so happy pride. Shout out happy to all pride. of you guys in the Woo! LGBTQ community. But I ain't uh. going to sit up here and I mean, some of the stuff again, I've seen some, <laughs> some again, you know, this celebratory type of let's get this type of shirt for pride rainbow. Ooh, like, all right, guys, let's let's calm down. You know, um, I don't mind the you know the flag. I don't mind certain things, but the commercializing some stuff. I don't see them having a rainbow ice cream or a sherbet saying, "Hey, Pride Month, boom!" But let me tell y'all, LGBTQ community, y'all stand up. If they start uh, start commercializing it a little bit too much, I need some of y'all to be like, "All right, we we got it. We got it from here. Thank you very much." Yeah, you know, I find that most. I find that there's what I think. It's crazy is that, and we keep going off on political rants, yeah, sorry, low key, but what I find is crazy is that LGBTQ a lot of times likes to compare their struggles to the black struggle. Yes, they do. But this is, what you just said to me is proof that the struggles are not the same because I feel like you will find a representative of mm -hmm. the LGBT community mm -hmm. in the big business yes. convos way yes. faster than you will find a black person. Yeah. So no, I, yeah. I feel like maybe that's why the commercialism, the, Pride Month is commercialized, no it doubt is. about it. But I feel like it's pretty appropriate. It's not like, some are outlandish, but I feel like for the most part, it's cool. It's appropriate. You know, it's they're, standard. They're represented and they're like, listen, right. this is what we want to put out. You know, right. Skittles did a for LGBT, which was dumb. You know, Skittles is rainbow. Yeah. So they made a white, a white 
black and white one in representation because they're already a rainbow colored thing. Okay. They did that. They were mad at that because <laughs> they're like, why would you just like, just leave it? Yeah. <laughs> like it's already a rainbow colored candy. I think they, they removed it, removed the color oh. or something like that. And, or I think it was for black. I forgot what it was for. And people were so mad. They're like, why would you do that to Skittles? Yeah. But again, I mean, I love everybody, every uh, nationality, as long as you're respectful. And I feel like, you know, they've came a long way. But let's not compare the two. Um, I feel like I like my old school gay people more, though, because they're very they're 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 like, listen, you know, we've been gay since 1960 something. Some of the stuff is a little bit wild. We don't do all that. You know, we're, <laughs> they, they'd be like, we don't do that. that. You know, the Pride Parade was very a very good place to go it was family friendly they wasn't having you know dildos and breastuses all up in oh people. that's what's now going on now to get a little uh, bit wild yeah and you got kids that still yeah, like that's a bit much bit, the old the, i'm telling you the much older refined ogs do not do that yeah they're like we don't even do all that you know it's one thing to celebrate something we celebrate it and that's it it's like it's it's a it's a very thin line but i love i love my older my older gay men because you know what Y'all, y'all, my spirit animals, you know. So shout out to y'all. Yes, yes, I love y'all. I love y'all. <laughs> I wish y'all could see quads right now. I'm just jamming. Okay, so our last conversation of the evening is going to be about. Let's talk about. I'm joking. I would never. You're do right. It. <gasps> it is. So you can go ahead and sing. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's we always about- sing the song right before we are going to talk about sex. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about sex. sex. Mm. Let's talk about Okay. So quickly, but long, mm-hmm. um, I was reading this quick article on Nicole Bitchy, because y'all know, XO Nicole, I'm sorry. Okay. And... um. It was saying, if you're tired of doing it in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. here are some places that you can do it so that you can spice up your life. That sounds interesting. Spice up your life. All the girls in the world, spice Spice up up your life. life. People of the world, spice Spice up your life. Ah. Yo, shout out to all my Spice Spice Girl girl fans. I'm telling you, if you're not a Spice Girl fan, there's something wrong with you. There's literally something wrong with you. There was an era in my life where I went to the corner store every day to get get a Spice Girl lollipop. Oh, man. And it would come with the sticker. And then trade off stickers in school. You would collect. uh, I was Sporty Spice because every black girl wanted to be Mel B. And I'm like, uh, I don't want to be what everybody else wants to be. I honestly. I was between Mel B and unfortunately, you know, when me and the, I'm okay. Quick story. Very, very quick story. Okay. You know, when I used to hang out with, with our family friends, right. Um, we, they used to do a lot of singing and competition. I had family friends that used to do singing and do girly stuff. We used to do sleepovers. It was cute. So we decided we were going to be the Spice Girls, okay? And I was opted to be Posh Spice. And I didn't know how I felt about that. But Posh ended up being the baddest one of them all. I just felt at the time I wasn't Posh. I was sporty. Um, But, you know, know, process of elimination. And I'm like, yo, Posh is bad, though. I like her. I like she her is, a lot. That's Victoria Beckham. Victoria yeah, Beckham is the bomb. She's she. We just didn't appreciate her because I feel like she was the most quiet one. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like she was just a chill one. Right. But and, she could sing and she's yeah. um interesting fact about her is like her mom told she the reason why she never smiled a lot is her mom like told her like to prevent wrinkles, like you you shouldn't smile. Really? That much. Like honestly taught her to like literally posh, like you have to not you have to be a certain way. Mm. And that's why she she is the way she is. But like outside of that, she's a bomb mom. Her children are gorgeous. Her man is gorgeous. Yeah, David is cute. So she really came a long way. Mm-hmm. You know, she has her fashion line. She's still classy. Um, but she's just, you know, her life just took her on a different route, you know? Yeah. So Okay, so these are the places mm-hmm. and you can say yay or nay to each one and we can maybe talk about the pros and the cons. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first suggested place other than the bedroom is the club. Would you ever do that? Have you ever done it? Would you ever do it? No, I haven't. And now in COVID season, I just don't think I would want to. I feel like where are we going to go unless we're actually, I take that back. Unless it's like a VIP kind of cut corner. I don't feel comfortable just having my ass out. Like, and somebody could just easily be like, Oh, okay. I see what's going on. I feel weird. And clubs in New Jersey are not built that well. Yeah, to I just can't do that. The only place, no, I haven't. And no, I probably wouldn't. The only place I could see this happening maybe is in a bathroom. Like in the club, and I but feel like even that's like it's really ew. Messy. That's the probably the germiest place oh. in there. But like, where else you gonna do it in the club? Like there are people that do it right on the dance floor. There you're are kidding. That do it right on the dance floor. They, no, because it's already crowded. So they're like, fuck it. Like, what is nobody's gonna stop? <laughs> how do you? How does a man get to the point of pulling out his penis in order to have sex in the club? It's happened, and I. Unfortunately, uh, I fortunately was not part of that scenario, but it's happened. Uh, there are stories out there. A lot of people find ways to do it. Or I want to make love in this club. You know, the speakers, you know, the big box speakers, like right behind that's before you go nasty. on stage. <laughs> uh-uh, that's filthy. It really is. It's like, it's COVID season. I Even before, I would have never yeah, it's weird. even do that. That's hard. Like, where are we going to? No, for real. Like, it's, I don't no, understand. This has, it's kind of hard to bend over. So, <laughs> It's not going to be. Somebody get caught me out of here. It's not going to be an easy, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about? It's very technical. Okay. Next one. Beach Cabana. Um, No. I'm not as venturous. I just have stories, but I'm not as venturous. Some. Um, No, but honestly, if nobody is like outside and we're like, say it's in the nighttime. If the curtains can be closed. Yeah. Even if it's like if it's close to like a certain extent, and I'm facing the pool and nothing else is but the beach and the pool in front of me, yeah, that can that could be a go. Yeah, no for me, and maybe, maybe, maybe it could go. Depends think, on the vibe. I think it's a go. <laughs> I think it's a go. <laughs> okay, it's a go. N- this one is wild. I'm not gonna hold you. Hood of a car. <laughs> um, no, I was never on the hood of a car. Well, but I in, was in part of a car. I was part of the car area. Don't tell me the the um trunk girl. No, or the 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 bed. No. Oh, but inside seat. inside is yeah. Uh, that's it's not like on I the was, list. Yeah, I was because that's on, pretty standard. I, I feel like on it, but if you've made it to twenty twenty two and that's not happened, yeah, how old are you? I've been inside because I feel like 
But inside is regular. Would you do hood? No, because I wouldn't want to dent my car. That's crazy. Why? You know how you know how intense, you know, when you're in, yeah. in it. And if you sit on it a certain way, there goes your hood. Yeah. Then it's like, dang, like there I feel goes like your hood. <laughs> there goes my hood. Like it's like, dang, yo, that's kind of Yeah. It's, it's a no for up. me too. Yeah, it's like it's and no. your back hurts because when you go but it depends. depends. I guess it depends how. Like, if maybe if you're leaning, yeah. yeah. But if I'm full body but, but on where it. We, what is this, a photo shoot? Like, what are we doing? Like, why would we be outside? Like, where? Yeah. In the garage? Okay, if I have a home. Yeah. I feel in the like garage, maybe. outside. But that's still wild. That's, that's a little bit much. Or uh, this is the one that we all, all are happy about. Let's see if you can guess it. It's the one that we are all praying for, hoping for. <laughs> like, this is on everybody's list. This is what we want. I hope you say airplane. No. Dang it. Nope, nope, nope. Come on, in I'll give park? you one more. Quietly, you okay, are classless. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on the park? On the, I don't know. Oh, on a boat, on a yacht? Actually, that's one of them, but that's not this one. Oh. So let's just go to the boat. Boat, boat is a yes for me. No, never before, but yes for me. Same here. Yeah, I definitely. Need the motion, I need the um the motion of the ocean. Yeah, hopefully it's, I don't throw up because yeah, I because get seasick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, boat definitely. Okay, let's see if you can guess the other one. At an in sync concert. <laughs> Girl, it's balcony. Oh yeah, definitely. And no, unfortunately, I haven't had that happen to me. I would have loved to have that happen to me. And it kind of also depends how far the other buildings are. Because some people are nasty, and they will see. They will have telescopes, and they will peep you. And then, the most thing when I think of balcony, I always think of vacation. Oh yeah, like yeah, so yeah. in your hotel room. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but balcony, no, not yet. And yeah, I procl- I proclaim this this in your life this year i proclaim it vacation bam all right next one the office or your workspace first of all no never and hell no i ain't doing it because you know what i just think of my workspace today it's a cubicle there's nothing sexy about that really if i was in an office probably but there's nothing sexy about that cubicle Nothing turns me on about that cubicle. Try and think. No, it's a no, never before, but I would say yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Would you push the papers to the side? You're going to do the whole? Not, I don't know about my classroom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about my would classroom. You, you, like, the, 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 or would you go to a different area of the, like the school and the cafeteria? No. Ooh, oh, hell no. That is... It would have to be in a room, but I would say like if you had an at-home office, uh, yeah, your workspace at home, that's like different. that's I think that's a little bit yeah. Okay, so but even if I had, a, you know what comes to mind when I think about this? You've seen um ten things he hates about uh I mean what's the, not ten things I like about you or hate about you? Uh, what's the one he's not that really into you? You know what I meant to watch that movie. You've never seen no, it. Oh my gosh. It. Anyway, Scarlett Johansson is a side chick in mm. the movie. I think, I forget the actor's name, but he's, bra- him and his wife are on the rocks. Mm-hmm. To his defense, him and his wife are in, on the rocks. And while they're on the rocks, he starts dating Scarlett Johansson. And they mm. have like a very passionate um, connection. Yeah. I think they, I, I'm pretty sure they messed around. But what ends up happening is at some point, his wife 
and him get back on the right path. Yeah. And she's like, Scarlett Johansson comes to visit him at work. Mm-hmm. And when she visits him, like three minutes later, his wife comes Ooh, to visit him. Oh my goodness. So he hid her in the closet of his oh, office, wow. but his they were rekindling their flames. So the wife was on some very freaky stuff. So she came to the office with, like just a trench coat okay. on, and while jo- Scarlett Johansson was in the closet, they were they, doing what they did. They it. did it on the on the on, in his office. I would curse him out, and like, she she couldn't. She, yeah, she couldn't do when, anything. When he left, when she left, when the wife left, Scarlett Johansson got out. She was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't. Oh my gosh, she that's, was tripping." Well, but that's messed up. Can, I could you deal? I, Hell no, I'm I'd have popped out. out that yeah, closet. I'm like, coming out. You gotta be what are we doing? Me. Yeah, what are like, we doing? This is too much. Like, what are we doing? I'm if out. You want your girl, if you want your wife, then be with your wife. Let me go. Yeah. Because I ain't going to lie. If the office is sexy, you might catch me there. You might catch me. Yeah. If you know working overtime or something like that. Nobody, I mean, there are people in the office, but you got your own little sexy office with like nice windows and a nice desk. You might catch me. Yeah, but I'm coming out. life ain't, okay. ain't, ain't about that. All right, two more mm-hmm. uh, mo- movies in the park, which would probably just be maybe in your car or on a blanket outside. But that's a little wild because if other people are around, how are you doing that? So interesting story. Um, I was at a park, but I was once again in a car because I'm like, I can't be not like out. But the other the friend I was with, they actually were in the park. And they made it happen. Like, they stood up the it's whole time. It's a double date for me. Yeah, it was very interesting. Um, but it, I don't think I'm afraid. My biggest fear is, like, ants. And just they just happen to just crawl up. Or something just happen to crawl up when you get into it. So, for me, I just feel like I'm over that. Okay. Um, but the movies. Another interesting fact. I wasn't the one partic- partaking in any of this. I could see why people do it. I just feel... I have not done it. Would I do it? I don't know. I guess it just depends on the mood I'm in. Okay. And yeah, what position the, the, we're kind of in. Yeah, it would just have to... I, I don't know how you would be able to pull it off without people seeing you. Usually when there's movies in the park, there's multiple people watching it. Yeah. So I just feel like that would be weird. Because one thing about me is like, I just feel like it's cool to be spontaneous, but you don't want to like make other people uncomfortable yeah. or just violate other people's just right to decency. That's mm. a little intense for me. Like, so yeah, if we... If 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 you want to be spontaneous and crazy and even though you're around people, it still has to be very sheltered, yeah. like to where because that's a private moment. Yeah, sometimes you don't want the world seeing your legs up in the air and all that kind of stuff. You want to, you know, kind of keep it to yourself. I think it was. Um, I'm just now. I'm thinking about public places. Mark Wahlberg's brother and his wife. Um, I forgot her name. Jenny. Jenny McCarthy. They said that, you know, their sex life, sex life is very, they do it wherever. So one time they were traveling, I guess they were in an airport and they, they like, they, they, they did it in like an airport bathroom. And I'm just like, eh. yeah, I hear, I hear that a lot, but that's I'm a very like, small space. Yeah. I'm like, ugh, my stomach, you know, cause what if somebody diarrhea? I think that's like, insensitive though. Like, yeah. I think that's mean. They went and they kind of held themselves like they did it there. You know, they do it everywhere. They've done it in cars, limos. Their sex life is a little bit more. I mean, I'm happy for them. Yeah. You know, if that's what makes you go. But for me, once you mention bathroom, I'm already disgusted. Yeah. 
Okay, last one. Ferris wheel. I'm not trying to die. No. How are we getting how no. are we getting this? <laughs> how are we getting this off the ground? No pun intended. Like, how is this gonna work? No one no. Yeah, what? No one no. I can't. It's physically moving. You're moving. I'm afraid. I'm looking up. What if And we can see. Usually you could see across or like so you have some type of visuals from like mm-hmm. the people above or below you. Like what is that? I don't I don't feel comfortable. It's just like saying, you know, on like on an elevate like I just don't feel comfortable with movement and I'm moving. And Unless it, it's like a carriage Ferris wheel. Let oh, me see. Oh, like the ones that are like bigger. Yeah, stuff, let me see if there's I a, feel like I don't know how I'll feel about that. Let me Google carriage. What if what if it decides to fall apart and you're just like halfway midair with him? What the hell is What if it just like Uh-uh, not my computer acting crazy. What if it just I don't know how to feel about that? I don't know if I would appreciate it. I just. just, Oh, they do. Okay. So I guess they got like something like this is not horrible. Even this look, it's like fully covered. Yeah. It's still that door, that door, that little door. You know, if you're like something like this. Yeah. It's intense though. There's one in, in, I don't know what part of what. Like, like yeah. Look at this. Yeah. Then that's different. Okay, okay. You know, but that whole open, uh-uh. Ah, uh, okay. Me, I, you know? I guess I can understand, but I still think that this is, you're playing with fire. Yeah, Be- I feel but like. Look, there's an, this definitely enough space. Yeah, yeah. Like, I need something a little bit enclosed completely so that nobody can see. They can't see. But once it's, like, opened and it's, like, air, I'm like, oh, no. Ferris wheels are a vibe, though. Yeah. I, I love mean, them, like, uh. With a man, they're very nice. It's, a it's nice, very it's a nice vibe. It's very calming. It's relaxing. Um, but I just be like, mm, I don't know. But I feel like movement. I'm afraid of moving and um, yeah, and like rocking the and boat like it's too like, much. Oh snap, you know. Yeah. But I mean, interesting places. And and you know what? Why don't you send my cousin just places that you've that we didn't mention yeah maybe you know that oh well this is good and have and and we can and we can share these experiences i'm joking we won't share these experiences if i was like crazy enough i would i would let people tell me on instagram and then Mm. i would share it but i we'll see um but anyway guys thank you so much for listening to the this is 30 podcast um don't forget july 1st three-year anniversary i still have seats left because black people one thing they're gonna do is Wait to the list. Yes, you guys get your tickets. Um, I'm gonna be there. I'm doing. I'm doing book signings and like all that. <laughs> yeah, but please, uh, there's still tickets left. Still seats left. Come have a good time. I promise you, it's gonna be a blast. Um, July first. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And thank you guys for listening to the This Is Thirty podcast. I hope you guys have a blessed, beautiful, productive week. Yes, we are out. Peace. Peace.